welcome to the Humbling Reality Podcast. Hopefully you're back. If it's your first time, welcome. Uh, I'm your host, Haley. And I'm your host, Meredith. And, um, well, this is the second episode, and we're going to be talking about our degrees and uh, what you can do with it. If you can do anything or everything with it. Spoiler, you can do whatever you want, guys. Truly, you literally can do whatever you want. We're just, like, well, figuring okay. out what we do want. Actually, if yeah, you, yeah. To be fair, like you can't, you can't just become can't a doctor. A, exactly. You know, <laughs> that's where I was going with it too. <laughs> You're gonna have to take some more classes, but that's not our problem. Do you want to start or should I? You got it. All right. So, if you didn't listen to the first episode, I got my bachelor's degree in early childhood education. Um. So that means. So I wrote this down. <laughs> The degree, like just having the degree means that, you know, like any other degree, I've taken the courses to satisfy getting the degree. But if I just got the degree and I didn't like get my license to teach, then I wouldn't be able to teach. So in order to teach in Massachusetts, you have to have your bachelor's and you have to have your license to teach. So in order to do that, you have to do like your courses and student teaching and then you have to like get a bunch of stuff signed and be observed and pass your mtels fun love that but yeah so the degree alone means nothing (laughs) means i took the classes (laughs) that i needed to in order to get the degree um but yeah it it means i can teach by my license which i do yeah Haley, what about you what does my degree mean? Um, so I've, uh, I don't really know exactly how it works. I think because I double majored, I mean, what is a degree, you know? But so black studies, sure. Anything in the, um, anything outside of the sciences? Yep. Except, okay, well, the hard sciences, sociology mm. and anthropology, like, depending on what you do for that I'm, I'm sure grad school what do you do for anthropology you know what that's i don't know <laughs> we don't know the i'm not speculating stick to what we know <laughs> i'm not speculating. our degrees yeah so uh yeah you can kind of do anything i feel like a lot of people probably go into like social justice or some people might become a lawyer whatever just to help the black community I mean, you can go, like, the historical route, or you can become a professor. Mm -hmm. I think a lot of people probably go into academia. Why? I don't know. I feel like that's a lot of what the arts do, because that's the only thing that will pay decently well. Not the only thing, but... um, One of the few things. Yeah, so, I mean, it's fine. Kudos to the professors out there, but that's not what I wanted to do. Mm -hmm. But... No one asked, so, um, sociology? That's harder, because really, maybe it depends on if you have a specific, um... Path? Concentration. Okay, yep, okay. Uh, I don't know how it works at other schools, because I didn't look into it, but maybe if you have certain concentrations in the sociological realm, you can probably figure out your path a lot easier um because i mean sociology is really broad it's the study of society like what the hell does that mean 
and so, maybe where you are like country-wise yeah as well it would definitely change where you are like yeah i don't know anything about like norway like i don't got that <laughs> <laughs> the scandinavias are very interesting their society works in a mm-hmm. very different way so i'm sure it depends on location but for the united states for massachusetts i'll base it on massachusetts because mm-hmm. i guess i've always lived here um i do i feel like a lot of people they go on to help people yeah good for them not that i don't want to help people but that's such a broad thing and i just think yeah. sociology you can really maybe more so than like black studies you can really do anything because uh, i guess it also depends on what other classes you took and i think a lot of sociology majors double major as well a lot of kids at my school just double majored yeah. in general so for their degree you came out with a liberal arts degree that's it it's basically um so I does mean, your diploma say like bachelor in bachelors of arts in no it just says bachelors of arts um like your diploma i would really have to look at it again okay but not I mean, it'll say, like, what you did, like, your two... Okay, uh, yep. Depending on how many majors you had or whatever. I don't yeah. know what the other diplomas look like, though. I don't know if, like, the science ones... I don't know what those are. They might have Bachelor of Sciences and then just their majors. I don't know. Gotcha. Yeah, I think it depends. At least for at UMass, like, I think each college might have had... Ah, the college thing. So, like, it was interesting because for psych, I had to declare psych either a bachelor of arts or a bachelor of science and Uh. so there are like two paths in psych and i did arts because my spanish credits from high school like satisfied the the arts part whereas like if i was going to go to bachelor of science i would have had to take like more labs and like Uh, different neuro classes and i was like i just like i'm only doing this psych degree or like psych major because i have to not because I, like, want to do psych kind got of Got it, got it. Makes sense. But I didn't even get a dual degree. I just got... It, so it was just, like, a, a major kind of thing. So it doesn't say it on my diploma. My diploma just says Bachelor of Arts in Education, which, like, we, I was talking about this with my friends. It doesn't even say what kind of education, like, we studied. It just says education. Uh, I think they definitely try to limit... I might have to relook... See, I looked at my diploma once... And then put it to the side because they had to send it in the mail, obviously, yeah. after you finish and everything. Right. And then once it gets there, it's very anticlimactic because you're just like, it's, My, two, it's like a month and a half later. Yeah. Mine's sitting in a frame. It's, no, no exactly. not even on, I don't even on the know. wall. It's no, like on, no. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't know where it is. Yeah. To be honest with you. I have no idea if it's hung somewhere. It's not in my house. Yeah. So I'm just like, a don't, I didn't really pay attention to it. Because you just know you graduated and mm-hmm. you got your, you got a diploma. What it says is for another day. Doesn't and I matter. also feel like when you're applying to jobs, and we're going to talk about the job application process a little bit later on, but when you're applying to jobs, they might just need like a, a picture or a copy of your diploma just to be like, yes, it exists. But they're going to ask for like a CV being like, what courses did you take that would help you for this job? Mm-hmm. So... I don't know. I feel like we'll talk about it more again, but 
maybe starting out they're gonna need like your transcript to be like okay does this person actually know what they're talking about like can i leave them to do what i need them to do or am i gonna have to hold their hand like like are they qualified for this job kind of thing yeah so i feel like the diploma is just like literally a receipt being like yeah she did this she passed some stuff yeah (laughs) yeah yeah for the most part i mean I don't know if every college, though, has the same, or university has the same required classes. I'm sure there's some sort of, you know, there has to be some criteria, like, across the college. Yes, because you can't be an accredited college without meeting some kind of standards. Yeah, I just don't know exactly what would follow through everything, because I'm sure not everyone has the same exact required courses. Yeah. And has to read the same exact books or anything. So that is interesting because in grad school, I did, haven't learned some of the stuff that other people have learned. So I'm the only one who ha- who didn't go to Merrimack for their undergrad. Oh, uh, okay. So they're all on the same page and I like have to, I did it like once, but I feel like I sh- like should do it more. I like stayed back with the professor and I was like, hey, I didn't learn this in undergrad. Like, what are you guys talking about? So it's true. Like, no, for sure. Schools don't. There's not like a mandated cur- curriculum yeah. for each school kind of thing. You know, I don't think there is. No, I don't think so either. But if there is, sorry, we're just <laughs> wrong. Yeah, I don't know if you're doing very good on that. <laughs> and it is what it is. Who cares? Uh, but yeah, degree-wise, you... I don't know. It's hard because I think if we were in the sciences, like, I'm sure for math, your degree means something way more specific than if you do something in the arts with the arts no actually maybe math was a bad example because i feel like math biology bio so big what is a specific science i don't know i feel like this brings up the question like you can use your degree f- to do many things if you do like, like chemical engineers can apply that to so many other aspects like maybe mm. again you can't be a doctor but like mm, you could help out like mechanical engineers like you can be a consultant in your field and then learn the role of like a mechanical engineer or you can be like oh i want to just do chemistry or i don't know like i feel like there's you can use your degree to set yourself up for other opportunities i guess you can be a professor for anything because well, they always yeah. need people for that major yeah or not always but I don't know. Some some of those majors may be dying out. Comparative literature. I'm sorry, ma'am. Latin. Mm. So okay, fun. I have a not a question, but like oh, to I'm further scared. the conversation. No, 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 no. Don't be scared. <laughs> don't be scared. <laughs> My roommate was a sociology major. Okay. And when we were talking about like grad school, which we'll get into in a minute, you know, we talked about like you can't do a lot with a sociology degree if you don't go to grad school i'm curious on your thoughts on that i for them okay once again i really think if you had a concentration depending on how big your school is maybe you could do something specific with your degree with just a bachelor's you mean yeah well i'm gonna tell a story and then and then we'll move on yes um okay it's kind of a jarring story oh so there was someone who I knew who was getting her master's in social work okay. and she was doing an internship and she took over for a woman who went to a house for like a wellness check or something and was like, 
met with a hammer to the head and the person I knew had to take over for that woman because she was like rightfully so she was like I am not dealing with getting a hammer to my head so that's one thing that social workers have to go through and I was just like looking at her and I was like that could have been you like it was just like very jarring people in my um master's program did not know that your property taxes partially fund schools schools they didn't know that what so do you think it went to they i don't think they thought like Why i don't think they, they think thought sorry <laughs> like they were just like <laughs> no like so if anyone listening does not know when you pay property taxes part of that goes to funding schools public schools okay so i don't know how y'all think district funding when or like why certain certain areas of schools like like, they had an epiphany they were like oh my god like i had no idea i will read you the comments like they were like i i had no idea that because we had traded in the discussion thread they're like i had no idea that my property taxes were funding schools this really makes sense that low that um places that like don't have high rate or like prices for property aren't as well funded and i was just like okay so they obviously grew up in places that had that had high property taxes okay (laughs) i was just like fantastic i I just like covered my mouth while i was reading it and i was like they must not have thought like period it was just never i guess if you're not confronted with that potential reality but you're in education like how do you not know where how you're getting paid like where this money is coming from can we be honest yes do you not think some teachers probably also don't know? <laughs> I yeah. Or if probably you not. went to like private school your whole life, you probably have no idea because yeah. it's not funded that way. So yeah. they just don't talk about it. What um, were you saying about property taxes earlier? I was just the whole point was going to be we could use our taxes to you know, or not even just taxes, but the entire budget for the country. I don't know. Budget-wise, I have no idea. I think education in, t- like, totality needs to be focused on budget-wise. Because even if we think about, like, Massachusetts property taxes, like, okay, people don't realize that it goes to, you know, funding schools. But you think guys about, know now. <laughs> think about in rural areas. Yeah. What the hell do they... What is it? Cents? The schools get cents? Like, well, that's the thing. Like, we were looking at pay scales earlier, like, before this episode, and... I was student teaching out in Sunderland, and the starting salary when you have a bachelor's was was like thirty thousand dollars in Massachusetts. Least, yeah. And the cost of living out there isn't as expensive, but that is insane to pay someone for a full time job. That's that has to be less than minimum wage for sure, which is crazy because you're paying for someone who has a degree. No, definitely less than minimum wage. And I think I, I did the math one day. It's definitely less. yeah, and especially now that minimum wage is going up. But these people out there can't afford for property increase or tax increases. Mm-hmm. And it's like, yeah, it's just a perpetuating cycle. <laughs> and then we'll get back on track. Old people. I feel so <laughs> here. I'm just laughing. <laughs> I feel really bad. I think older people, obviously, like the elderly, that's what I'm talking about, because I know some people now are like 50s old. No, it's not. I'm talking about the elderly people, 75 and up. Okay. Or 70, depending on who you are. Whatever. If you're struggling, you're struggling. <laughs> but once you leave work and you tap into your social security, that's probably going to be gone in like five years. But 
<laughs> us having to pay back the um we're gonna have to start putting into social security and yeah. it's gonna be building those roads outside okay because that budget is dwindling it's going to the military <laughs> maybe it's we don't know we don't know where these things are going nope um yeah i think about i just feel so bad because sure you can get medicare but like medicare is not the best mm-hmm. and el- the elderly are the people who need more doctor's visits and they right. need like more access to health care i have a a messed up question a hot take oh is it a hot take or is it just something that will kind of push back on things go ahead ask i think it's a hot take okay i'm curious um it's morbid just ask the question Merida. i think from a capitalism's perspective oh, Jesus. why yes. are, why are they going to invest in something that's going to die soon Sooner yeah. rather than later. Yeah, that's what I was talking about in the last okay. episode. Lack of humanity. Yeah. Okay. It's like, mm, yeah. Well, Sorry. <laughs> you only had about five years left in you anyway. So we're not going to invest. So like so. if you have a heart attack and we could have caught it, we don't care. <laughs> well, that also has to go into like, it was the middle of the pandemic and God, it was probably a TikTok that I saw. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> but it was like western cultures versus eastern cultures and how they're responding to the pandemic and how like parts of the u.s specifically but just like generally speaking some of it is very like individual centered where it's like why should i have to wear a mask it's going to inconvenience me Mm -hmm. whereas like in eastern cultures they're like oh this can protect other people let me help other people so it's like i guess i mean i know china's like economy is not (laughs) <laughs> ideal let's look to like, the scandinavias like norway sweden yeah but, uh even new zealand they there's like overall yeah. first of all it's a completely different system there but i remember reading that like they one of those countries had the highest uh like happiness living scale i think it's or, finland yeah it, yeah, it, it was one of them, and I think probably they were at the top of the list, all of them. Yeah. Because be, yeah. I was like, me too. Yeah. What do you have to worry about? Mm-hmm. Because everything, your health care mm-hmm. is paid for by yeah. your taxes. And people are always like, I don't want my taxes to go up because, babes, I promise you, if you just remove yourself ever so slightly from capitalism, like the capitalistic brain, for a half split second, you'd realize it don't make sense yeah. for why it's tied to your employment because okay fine so who are the people that are probably most vulnerable for certain things people in like the service industry a lot of times the service industry we saw with covid like they were mandatory they had to go back to work yeah. those are the people most likely to catch covid or whatever and, and those getting... are the people that don't have benefits i was just yeah like oh okay whatever so once again why is it tied to employment and even so you get fired from your job while you're looking for a new job what are you gonna do Oh, you have a heart attack. Okay. Guess what? I have no idea what your insurance bill is going to be. Oh, you don't have one. It's out of pocket. Like, you're paying $100,000 for, like, an MRI. Stop. (laughs) I... Okay, and then we're actually going to get back on track. Yeah, okay, okay. (laughs) (laughs) We should. Um, Just, like, really quick. It was, um, like, a statistic, or it was, like, a thread on TikTok Mm -hmm. about how much it costs to have a baby in different countries. Yeah. And in the U.S., it's, like tens of thousands of dollars like you could probably go in debt from having a child no people US, people do which is if you look disgusting at to me i think some guy had open heart surgery oh but he didn't have 
his insurance wasn't great. So he had insurance, but it was like minimal insurance, yeah. you know? And he got the bill back. Mm-hmm. And I was like, truly, truly, mm-mm. I'd, I'm sorry. I'm never paying that off. And if you don't pay it off once you die, guess who it goes to? Oh, my God. Them offspring. They will get that money even if they have to repossess your house, sell it, repossess your car, repossess basically your ashes. They're yeah. getting their money back. Like, oh, my. And they don't care. There's no. It's all transactional. And yeah. that's the problem. Everything is transactional. Yeah. They're like, mm. oh, They'll show up at your funeral and be like, so kids, <laughs> so you have to I'm pay. I'm debt collector, yeah. You have to pay. And it's like, can we have I'm burying my father. <laughs> and they're like, you have to pay. Okay, just as long as you know that in the next 10 years, you have to pay. Okay? And, oh, and there's interest. Like, yeah, and interest is like 6%. Yeah. Like, okay? If, all right. Yeah. Okay, so back to uh, life. Uh, grad school. <laughs> back to avoiding life. So, exactly. How do you stay in school? Because you don't want to be in capitalism. So you go to well, grad you are in capitalism because they're like, oh, no. How do you, you avoid need, You corporate? need this degree in order to make a livable wage in our, in our society? Okay, well, here's another 10, or you need to take out tens of thousands of dollars in loans. Surprise. How do you avoid it for two years? <laughs> or avoid it in whatever way you can for two years? Uh, so, you go ahead, because she's in it. I'm in grad school. Go ahead, Mary. All right, so I guess I'll kind of kind of pivot here, and I'll talk about why I decided to go into grad school. I'll go into the program I'm in, too, a little bit, because I know I just said you have to pay, like, tens of thousands of dollars, but that is not the case in my program, which I'm very fortunate for. So... I decided to go to grad school because in Massachusetts, if you are a public school teacher, which for those of you who don't know, public school teachers tend to make more than at least private school teachers. I'm not entirely sure about charter. I want to say that that is the case that public school teachers tend to make more across the board. I, I want to say that. Charter school teachers made much. I don't think the charter school teachers make, yeah, because they're, but anywho. <laughs> Public school teachers tend to make more, and there's also, like, more room for growth and whatnot. So, if you teach in public schools in Massachusetts, you have to be enrolled in a master's program within five years of starting teaching. So, it's not like as soon as you graduate, Uh that's when the five years start. It's like, if I started teaching when I was 31, like, within five years, I have to be enrolled in a program. You don't have to have it completed, but you have to be working towards it. Okay, makes sense. Well, I mean... Like, we're going to talk about this later in another episode, but part of the problem with, like, education right now is that they're requiring much from teachers, but they're not giving teachers the resources they need to be successful in the classroom. But we'll talk about that later. So, anywho... Funding. (laughs) Funding and also good teacher prep programs. Because then they're like... Funding. Yeah. (laughs) I'm sure they could do that with funding. (laughs) So, yeah, you need to be enrolled in a master's program within five years. And I'd been looking into master's programs, like, since junior year, like, when COVID hit and I was home. Um, I'd been looking into master's programs. And I had, like, kind of an epiphany when I was talking to one of my friends who was also looking at master's programs. 
we were just like talking about like oh like applications whatever and i had like a thought in that moment i remember sitting on the couch and being like oh my god if i stop going to school i will literally never go back and that's not an option Uh. if you teach so i was like all right i'm going to grad school (laughs) it was like october and i was like yep i'm doing the dang thing i i have to go because i literally will not go back if i stop so that was like my deciding factor for why i wanted to go to um get my master's and then it was a question of what what do i get it in because like some teachers get it in education if they don't have like a bachelor's in education Mm -hmm. so they'll do like for example, like high school teachers, one of ours was like a bachelor's in history. And at the charter school, you don't need a master's to teach. You also, you don't need it. Like, I think you might need a teaching license to teach, but you, like the requirements are low. <laughs> That's <laughs> but, why they keep hitting us up, emailing us like, yeah. we are short on teachers. I'm like, sucks. Yeah. <laughs> That's tough. Um, but yeah, so a lot of the master's programs are like for career changes kind of thing um but i already had like you know a career setup or the knowledge for um like not needing a career change so i decided to go into something that was going to specialize me which was english as a second language because that's not you know like mainstream teaching i have mm-hmm. no idea if you can get your undergrad in teaching english as a second language maybe not somewhere sure. but yeah i'm not sure i i didn't think about it going into college um probably outside of the u.s if you go Maybe. to... Well, okay, so here's the thing. Teaching English as a second language isn't, like, vocab and whatnot. It's, like, basically teaching the students how to survive mainstream schooling. It's, like, a sink or swim model. Oh, never mind. I don't know. But... Maybe. Who another knows? reason that I wanted to do, like, teaching English as a second language is because I'd like to go abroad next year. And I'll be able to use, like, a fraction of what I'm learning. That makes sense. Next year. Because a lot of it, like, that I'm learning now is, like, grammar and, like, how to teach vocabulary and, like, stuff like that. So that'll be useful for teaching English to speakers of a different language in a different country. Um, yeah. And then the finance part of it is that I'm doing a fellowship. So I'm working at a school and basically they're paying for my master's. So I, like, mm. applied to the program knowing that like if i got in it would be free and that was like a real motivating factor because like i did not want like i was doing this degree because i was gonna have to do it in five years Mm -hmm. so i didn't want to pay like a lot of money for it um so yeah i found the fellowship and i got in so as long as i do my student teaching my master's will be free yeah free otherwise known as a paid internship but the paying is going to my tuition. <laughs> exactly. Like, that's the thing. It's like... It's never really free. Yeah. Because it's not like it's they just wrote de- you a blank check, you exactly. know? Exactly. But it's a good deal, but it's not free. Yeah. That's the best way to well, put it. Well, and also, it's just going to be, like, a lot of work. Like, I mean, to be teaching and going to school, they know... They're like, <laughs> she's going to be tired. But it's free. Yeah. No, that's... Well, and that's, like... I feel like a huge cop-out with teaching in general is, like, you might be underpaid, and I know you're underpaid. Like, like you know, people in the conversation are like, oh, yeah, but teachers, like, don't make a lot of money. Like, they do it for the kids. That's a cop-out. You are saying, yeah, I know that 
I don't pay teachers enough money. And I know that like people don't directly pay teachers if it's a public school. But like, you know that teachers are underpaid. You're not doing anything to better the situation. And you're saying a cop out by being like, oh, teachers need to just appreciate that they're around kids every day. You send your kids to school partly because you do not want them around you 24-7. Legally, yes, they have to be there. But also you're like, thank God they're there because I don't have to be around them. So I digress. Stop saying that to teachers. <laughs> it's such a cop out. I mean, yes, absolutely a cop out 100%. Don't, first of all, there are certain positions just in terms of careers that I think if you're doing it, you should be paid top dollar. Uh, doctors, a, you're, well, certain types of doctors. Once again, the doctor field, like plastic surgery, you're a doctor, but like you're not really saving my life. So yeah. I don't put you in the same category as a neurosurgeon. Apologies. But, yeah, I think if you're a doctor, a teacher... <sighs> social worker. Social worker. Uh, pretty much anyone who works to... I think, like, anyone in healthcare in general. Like, like protect nurses, people, yeah. yeah. And, like, across the board, you should be getting paid far more money than you are. And then the corporate boys, the boys on Wall Street, yeah. Oh get, my I would God. like for you to get taken down a couple no, notches, they, personally. Those companies, they need to pay... Like, I don't know, you're a certain, if you're making a certain amount of profits, part of that needs to go into like state funding. I like it's, I, you don't need that much money. Taxes. (laughs) Tax the rich. (laughs) This is a podcast on eat the rich. Listen, that makes no sense to me. Like it doesn't make sense to us because I get so heated about this. It's okay. We don't, Hey, we're cool. We don't got to talk about it. Uh, you know how we feel. If you don't know how we feel, yes, you do. Yeah, you do. Um, so <laughs> if you, if you're listening to this, you know us. You know exactly how we yeah, feel about this. It's been two episodes. You get the idea. Um, <laughs> We're water signs. You know what we think. I, I I wanted to say we also mentioned like, does everyone need grad school? Were you going to say something more oh, that you want to say, or do you want to jump into that? Okay, I'll I'll start here and then I'll jump into that. Go for it. So for, like, what I did, Black Studies and Sociology, I looked up Black Studies. Uh, I think this is why a lot of people double major is because for the Black Studies side of things, if you're going to grad school, I swear the only grad school programs are putting you in line to be, like, a professor mm. or to go into academia of some sorts, doing whatever. Uh, for sociology, it's more complicated but I didn't love when I was looking into grad school for like two months because I was like I don't know what to do with mm-hmm. my life. I still don't love like sociology like grad programs. I, I think though I feel this way about most grad programs. Grad school, first of all, is the new uh, math yes. is the new bachelor yes. like undergrad yes because you basically either need a ma- uh, master's degree to do many things. Or if you don't have one, it's going to be hard to move in either any direction, mm-hmm. like moving up in a company or doing, really getting anywhere that you want to get to. It's just not going to happen. Yeah. Um, I think it's dumb because why am I now also paying for a mandatory another two years of school when, like I said, we were talking about vocational work. I don't know if that was on here or if that mm-hmm. was just, okay, it wasn't. 
Uh, we were talking about like vocational work, the kids who go to the vocational schools. Babes, they're plumbers and HVAC peeps at 18, making more money than I'll make coming out of grad school at, if you go right after college, like 24. Yeah. And then they already have six years of money saved up, six years of doing what they know. Mm-hmm. They've gotten a rhythm. And you're just coming out to, yes, master's degrees technically you're supposed to make more money based on that, going into a position. <laughs> you're supposed to. <laughs> but even now, it, everyone's expected to have one. So it's like, what kind of... It, you're starting at base pay. Because yeah. everyone has one, so there's nothing special. Yes. There's nothing we need to give you, because everyone has the same degree you have. Sorry. So that I think that's dumb. I think a lot of it... Like, so in sociology, sure, it'll refine like your knowledge about sociology and like about societies like how they're formed but also if you go into grad school you don't have to learn about you pick a i'm sure you pick a concentration you just pick a path and once you do you're just you're on that path a lot of it i think leads to academia at this point that makes sense because when i think of either i think of like social workers which is a huge like Huge bundle field. of people, yeah. Or, like... I think it's that for a lot of things. Yeah. No matter what, it's either... Okay, if you do, like, a hard science, you think, oh, there'll be doctors, or there'll be, uh, like, lab technician, or, like, in the labs, or they'll teach. Yeah. That's what it is now. It's dumb, in my opinion. I just don't understand. Like, so many people go into teach. Oh, or law, I guess. That's the other default. It's, like, when you're younger. Mm-hmm. And your parents are like, lawyer, doctor, professor. Yeah. And, <sighs> and you're like, oh my God. what? That's really, those are the paths, I feel like, at this point. Especially if you go to college. If you don't go to college, maybe there's even more options in terms of, because a lot of practical skills, we don't really learn. There's no hands-on skills. <laughs> we, that we don't like the <laughs> U.S. <college>. education system. <laughs> you learn really like nothing, it. to be honest. <laughs> you learn how to read, like how to write essays. You don't even learn how to critically think. I can tell you. Right Maybe now, they're setting you up to be professors, okay, or lawyers. I'm starting to wonder because the way is in which I wrote essays for years. Mm. For what am I going to write an essay at my corporate job? No. So I'm so I can get my my opinions across babes <laughs> they like, do not care about why my don't opinion. i just take a debate class yeah. like damn. so i guess to answer the question everyone is going to in our opinion everyone is going to need grad school eventually eventually in like five years <laughs> <laughs> how do you know if it's right for you um do you want to start this one or should i um uh, sure this is a hard question though because, so I think it's, it could be right for everyone. And it can also, I think though, I don't, I don't really believe people go because it's right for them. I think they go because they have to. That's a, yeah. So I, like, I don't think it's right for me to go. I did enjoy school, but I doesn't mean I want to go for another two or I mean, if you want to get your PhD, like, who knows how long, five-year programs, six-year programs, like, I don't want to go to school for that long again, and 
I think at some point the master's, the PhD will become the new master's degree and they'll just come up with something else yeah. as a PhD-esque thing. And a lot of professors actually have PhDs, but it's a whole another conversation. Most actually, I think there's not actually this just, I reminded myself there wasn't many sociology master's programs. It was PhD programs. Yes. They were putting you in line to be a, that to would, go and get yeah. your PhD. I was looking at a lot of the major, like, college, like, the the well-renowned schools, and most of them didn't have, like, real tracks for master's sociology programs. Would it be, like, master in public policy would be your alternative, or, like, public health, or master in social work? Yeah, I think you might have to just pick, like, a more specific Which is, like, field. law, or, like, social work, or, like... I think, honestly, you just get your PhD. Same with Black Studies. I also looked up that one. You're getting a PhD. You're not getting, a, you're not getting anything else. It, it's the pipeline. Yeah. It's a pipeline at this point. It we is. figured it out. <laughs> you couldn't get it past us. 1984, we figured it out. <laughs> at this point, the entire podcast is just going to be... Honestly, I have 1984. Maybe we'll just read it on the podcast. You have it? We'll read excerpts. <laughs> We'll be like, well, so I guys, last week, um, before we recorded, we, we saw this passage. We thought it really resonated Read it like the Bible. Theme. Like, oh I my literally God. will pull out passages. <laughs> no. Back to the question. My answer, how do you know if grad school's right for you? We're going to touch on this a little bit. We got a lot, we got a lot brewing, guys. Um, I think it also kind of brings up the question, like, how do you know college is right for you? I'm not going to lie. Like, personally, I didn't have a choice if I was going to go to college or not. Me neither. So, I kind of feel like we've talked about, like, we just said it, like, grad school is kind of going to turn into that. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess, like, right now, if you're listening and you're like, I don't know if I want to go to grad school, check back in a year. But I would say, if you're a teacher, just do it because you're going to have to do it eventually. And if you can find a, pro- like you're, you're young now and you have the means to like, like you're not supporting a family and you're not maybe paying rent. So like you don't have, like you're able to take time off from work and really focus on mm-hmm. your studies and do it quickly. Um, I will say another thing to consider is like, at least for education, it felt like, or it seemed like based on the programs that I was looking at, it's a lot of like specializing. So it was like, okay, like, you could do special ed, you could do school psychology, you could do ESL, which is what I'm in, um, but you couldn't further your knowledge about early childhood classroom stuff. Like, I found one program that was classroom and instruction that was, like, focused on strengthening your methods, but to me, it was similar to stuff I learned in my undergrad, so why was I going to pay and put the time in if I already learned it. Mm. So, you know, to each their own, but it seemed like for education, it was a lot of like specializing. So I get that if you're like, I really have no idea what I want to do. I mean, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm like the total opposite. I'm like, yeah, I have no idea what I want to do, but I'm just doing the master's program to get it over with. Um, but I guess that's something to, to consider. Like if you really don't know what you want to do and you, don't want to invest your time and potentially your money into a specialization then maybe grad school isn't right for you i think like i guess the 
anxious parent in me is like, put some money aside from each paycheck for grad school so that it's not so much of a burden later on. I guess that would be Mm. like my, again, like I'm in grad school, I don't have to pay for it, so I can't say much, but I guess if I could give advice on if you don't go to grad school right now, my advice would be put money aside, which I know it feels like so much like when you get a check like your check so much of it is going to your savings and then so much is going to rent and then so much is going to and so much is going to and so much is going to um getting ahead and and managing your finances is important once you graduate even if you aren't graduated but yeah i think that would be one tip i would say like if you don't want to go to grad school put money aside start your 529 plan Put money aside. I literally feel like 50 years old saying that, <laughs> but like that's a genuine screaming, a genuine um, tip. It's good advice. I mean, I don't know if it's realistic because I'm not making money, so I don't know if it's like literally even feasible to put any money aside. But I think if you can, I would definitely recommend it. Listen, guys, at the end of the day, who knows what the world will be like in two years, let alone five years, you know, at the rate we're going. With all these diseases and climate change mm-hmm. and the economy, babes, we might not have five years, ten years. Yeah. So you know what? Go to grad school. I think you should go to grad school if you genuinely want to go to grad school. I think in five years you'll have to go to grad school. But right now you're on the cusp. Yeah. So a make that choice for yourself, and they're not going to hold it against you right now. And hopefully, in five years, you'll be at the top of the company, so you won't have to worry about it. Okay? <laughs> we, we pray that for you. <laughs> because it'll Man, be fine. For you. And if not, also, listen, going to grad school, really think about, like, what it will do for you. Do you think it'll actually further, it'll help you in where you want to go? Point blank, guys. You are going to need your master's within you have about years. Yeah. Three to five years. Yeah. It's, so, it's, you're on the cusp. Exactly. Like... Start a company. That's what I have to say. Because then... <laughs> then you're your own boss. Exactly. And, and that's what I want to be. At this point, that's why the podcast is the way it is, y'all. Help me be my own boss. We have jumped around from... To recap on this week... <laughs> to recap on this episode... Yes. We have jumped around from... What does your degree mean? Grad school. You know, do you need it? How do you know if it's right for you? Oh, but... But we took pit stops, guys. Don't worry. We talked about... <laughs> All the pit stops make sense. <laughs> we, we talk, it's true. <laughs> we talked about um, 1984, of course, George Orwell. I feel like we should start a George Orwell fan club. But before we do that, I want to make sure he was like an okay guy. But he seemed smart. I'm um, not starting a fan... We can start a book club. For that one book? The, yeah. Why not? All right. We just read 1984 right, cool, cool. many times. Yeah. <laughs> At many different ages. And each... Every year. Okay. The book club will reconvene. Ooh. Okay, so <laughs> recap on this week, guys. My degree in education means that I've taken the classes, and my license in education means I can teach. Um, Haley, what does your degree mean? Sum it up for us. It also, I mean, it does really just mean that I took the classes, and that after you graduate, you kind of can set your own path. For the most part. Obviously, once again, like, you cannot just randomly Mm -hmm. take those, like, not have taken any 
classes to become a doctor and then automatically show up to med school. Like, well, I was going to say, can you take your MCAT without having a bio? Like, I feel like you can take your MCAT without having a bio major. Sure, but once you... But applying to med school, they're not going to accept need you, right? Yeah. Gotcha. They're cool. not... They're not... They're going to be like, you haven't taken bio since <laughs> you were in... Freshman in high school. Yeah, um, that's no. not going to cut it. So <laughs> you have to. All right, how do we wrap this up? Um, so on this week's episode, we talked about... What our degree means, basically, I think we both agreed that our degree means you can kind of go anywhere with it, uh, limited, but you can you can use your degree in, in many, many different ways, fields yeah. and in whatever you want to do next. Um, for some people, that might look like grad school. For me right now, it does. We think that in the next couple of years, everyone's going to need it. And to know if it's right for you is not a question we can answer, unfortunately. I think you'll just know. If you do, you want to go back to school? Like that's really what it comes down to. Do you think it's worth it? Do you want to go back now, or do you want to go back in five years? That's a big question to ask yourself. Do you want to go back at all? Maybe. <laughs> oh, okay, here I'm like, no, you I'm your parent. I'm like, no, you're going to grad school. <laughs> no, you're going to grad school. Listen, I'll play devil's advocate. Don't go. You'll figure out your life. I believe. I'll in second you. that. Over on this podcast, we love George Orwell, and we also believe in you. <laughs> I love, this, love George Orwell. <laughs> do I? Or do I like love what 1984 suggests? On this podcast, we bring to you appreciation for the warnings of 1984 produced by George Orwell. <laughs> In like 1920. It's fine. It's cool. Okay. Coming up, we are going to talk about college. We're going to talk about it a little bit more. and We're going to talk about if it was the right choice for us. So kind of segueing off this week's episode of how do you know if grad school's right for you? We actually do have experience <laughs> in knowing if college is right for us. Exactly. Kind of. But we'll talk a little bit about more why we chose where we did and later on we'll talk about our experiences. So we'll see you guys soon. Bye. Thank you for listening. Thank you. Thank you.